It is a lovely day today. Certainly a day that feels like spring. And last week, or a week after, or a week before last, when I did the podcast, I talked about German Shepherd. The German Shepherd. Because I had came out, my dog was barking, and I came out into the yard, and I saw this large animal that I first mistaken or thought for a brief moment was a mountain lion or cougar but thank the lord it was just a german shepherd that just somehow got in my backyard and so i said that i would come back and i would talk about the the mountain lion the cougar um, because i thought that for a second it was a cougar now when i was doing some research concerning the state of Georgia. I noticed that a lot of people right up front make the same mistake I did. That you know they they look at an animal, they think for a brief moment, oh my God, it's a mountain lion. But then some people don't realize that it's really not a mountain lion. But then what about the cases where people actually see a mountain lion and it really is a mountain lion? I mean I would think that maybe at a glimpse, like me, when I saw the the dog, I just, at my first glimpse, I thought it was a mountain lion because it's this big, huge, muscular animal from a distance that I'm looking out the window. But then as I look for a few more minutes, I'm like, ah, oh, it's a German Shepherd. And I instantly knew that it was a German Shepherd. But I was doing some research. I find that a lot of people have mistaken cats or big, large cats for cougars. But then I often think, well, what about the small percentage of the time where it really was a cougar. So I am looking at, oh, let me see what website this is. This is the Blue Ridge Outdoors. Blue Ridge is um, an area city that used to actually, the school that I attended for my undergraduate, Blue Ridge is not far from that school. But where I live now, it is very far from it. But it is still a part of Georgia, and I have been to that area. I've actually been in the Georgia mountains. So I, th- I think it's really good that they, particularly them, did this article. So it says cougars used to roam the, entire, the entirety of North America, making the mountain ranges, woodlands, forests, and river corridors from coast to coast their homes. But European colonization essentially had the cats, uh, split the cats into two thirds in their habitat with the US. This is because they're building on to these lands, okay? A lot of times when animals kind of get separated from their habitat is because we're building on, we're building houses, we're building buildings and so forth. For decades, the chances of coming across one of these big cats in an Eastern state were slim to none. And much of the uh, residents, like, I don't know where this is located, never heard of it, but Marty Broda, and I may be pronouncing that wrong, but they reported sightings. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service removed eastern suspicions of subspecies of cougars. So let me do that again. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service removed eastern subspecies of cougars from the endangered species list last year and and declared them extinct 
Now, in and of itself, I think it's interesting that they're declared extinct. I think that mountain lions have learned to adjust to their habitats. Just like most of, you know, other animals, they, they go into a new environment, they learn to adjust. And I don't see why mountain lions haven't been able to do the same. Now, kids, you not understand that if a lot of their habitat is missing, it's going to be very difficult for them to live. But to declare that they're extinct, I'm not a scientist in that right to be able to, to, to determine that. But I think just as a naturalist, I would wonder, I don't think they're really extinct here. But it says, but recent report expert confirms sightings. But recent expert, expert, people that know what these animals look like, they are sure they have studied this. This is, you know, something that they may have gotten a degree in. Whatever the case, they're naturalists. They have confirmed the sightings, which have involved photographs, videos, and DNA. So some of this is in Tennessee. Some is in Virginia, Kentucky. Uh, but it's Blue Ridge. It's right here in Georgia also touch a few other states so i was watching a video and I, I don't remember what video it was but it was a news station that's out here and a woman had filmed a cat and she swears up and down that this cat is a mountain lion and so i'm watching the video and i'm like looking at the video and i'm like looks like a mountain lion to me <laughs> but a so-called expert said that it was not a mountain lion that it was just a large cat and that looking at the cat and looking at the mannerisms of a cat they could determine that it was not a mountain lion because regular cats don't lay in the ground the way that they do which i thought was a bit bogus because i was like okay uh, who made this person Mr. Know-it-all? And then second of all, I'm looking at the video and it clearly looks like a mountain lion. Yes, there are some big cats. I've had some big cats myself. But you can look at the cat on the video and pretty much tell, yeah, that's just not a house cat. <laughs> it's just not a house cat. It's bigger than a bobcat. So it's not a house cat. And so... The woman again swears up and down. She was, she said that she was kind of stopped in her tracks, but yet and still, even though she had a video, the person that examined the video said that it was not a mountain lion. And they even went out to where it was, which was a very woody, foresty area, and they still said that it was probably not a mountain lion. My mother in law told me one day that. She saw a mountain lion in her backyard, a cougar in her backyard. And she said she was just in the kitchen cooking and she saw this big cat, this, this cougar roaming around her backyard. And she says, oh, well, isn't this something new? Because this is like a, a populated area. And so, but she didn't call anyone. She just thought, that looks like a mountain lion. <laughs> but again, she didn't call anyone because her yard is kind of open like mine is very foresty so it's easy whatever can get in can get out so then her neighbor calls her and says hey did you by any chance see a mountain lion in your backyard and so they're talking they're like oh my gosh yes 
So I would think for then two people to look in their yard and mistaken this cougar or, you know, mistaken this as being a cat versus a cougar, I think people are smarter than that. Now, again, when I looked at the German Shepherd, I just looked at it at first glance. So it did look like a big cat to me. But as I looked again, I could clearly see it wasn't. But these people have had time to continue looking at the animal and examining the animal to determine that even though I may not be that smart about nature, I kind of know what a cougar would look like. And so I just find that interesting. And so after watching that video, I then watch another video. And in the other video, um, they're talking about if you do see one, please notify someone and or, you know, whatever your wildlife place is, notify them. And then if they're in your yard, make yourself appear bigger, right? Because you, you want it. The idea is to get it to, to not attack you, right? To, to think that you are a threat. So therefore, they're like, well, this person is too big. I'm going to go on about my business. So then I thought, well, then why would they say that? If it's not a possibility that it could be one in your area, if you are where I live. So, I don't know. You, as the listener, will have to be the one to determine that. But because I'm talking about the mountain lion or the cougar, it is an animal that carries so much dominance. Doesn't have a lot of predators. Probably the biggest predator it would have would be humans shooting it or taking away its habitat. But it is a very dominant animal. And if you see one, you will kind of stop dead in your tracks. Maybe you will stop in your tracks because you've never seen one in front of you like that other than being at a zoo. Maybe you stop in your tracks because... There is, again, a dominance about this animal. And when we think about the actual lion, we certainly think about dominance. But God has also given us dominance, dominion, dominion over every living thing, just as he has. And so when I come back, I'm going to dive right into that after this message. Luke 10 Verses 17 through 20 reads. When the 72 followers came back from their trip, they were very happy. They said, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. Jesus said to them, I saw Satan falling like lightning from the sky. He is the enemy. But know that I have given you much more power than he has. I have given you power to crush his snakes and scorpions under your feet. Nothing will hurt you. Yes, even the spirits obey you. And you can be happy. Not because you have this power, but because your names are written in heaven. Psalms chapter 8 says lord our god your name is the most wonderful in all the earth it brings you praise everywhere in heaven 
From the mouths of children and babes come songs of praise to you. They sing of your power to silence your enemies who were seeking revenge. I look at the heavens you made with your hands. I see the moon and the stars you created. And I wonder, why are people so important to you? Why do you even think about them? Why do you care so much about humans? Why do you even notice them? But you made them almost like gods and crowned them with your glory and honor. You put them in charge of everything you made. You put everything under their control. People rule over the sheep and cattle and all the wild animals. They rule over the birds in the sky and the fish that swim in the sea. Our Lord, Lord, our Lord, your name is the most wonderful name in all the earth. There's a ton of other scriptures that talks about the dominion that we have. But when God created Adam, he gave Adam power and dominion. He named the animals. When Noah built his ark, he had to go out and get the animals by their name. He lined them up, male and female. And so we have been having dominion over even the things that we are afraid of. Even the things that stop us in our tracks, like seeing a cougar out in the distance and knowing in your mind that it most likely is a cougar and not a cat. I have a podcast that I did on cats, feral cats and all kind of cats. And I can tell you there's plenty of cats roaming around my area. There are cats that I see across the street from where I live. Those cats be in my backyard at times. I know what big cats look like and some of those cats are kind of big and fat because they're eating really good from somewhere. But if I saw a cougar, I would like to think that I would definitely know that it is a cougar. But even in the moment of seeing a cougar, you have to know that you have dominion. And so that's why it says, make yourself big, make noise, so that it knows that you are a threat. Now, sometimes small children could possibly get attacked because the cougar doesn't see them as a threat because they're smaller than it. But we know with the wild turkey, even a small person can make themselves appear bigger to scare it away. A child, maybe not so much so for a cougar. But then children are relentless as well. But you don't want to be caught unaware by a cougar. And not that they would even be interested in attacking a human being, but you do need to find out the things that you need to do to keep yourself safe, especially if you're hiking. You should always be with a group of people, never be alone. 
and maybe have a big large stick or something that can make you appear to be bigger than it should it catch you by yourself or if you're with a crowd of people most likely it won't even have any interest in trying to come attack you but from the sightings of these cougars they just happen to be roaming the area and probably because most of their territory has been destroyed by us humans because after all we have dominion and we like to show that we have dominion as a human race but let's also keep in mind that we share this earth with many of the animals that the Lord has created. And we don't want to seek their demise and their extinction. Although sometimes my guinea fowl, I kind of want to seek her extinction. But that's a story for another day. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast, Encouragement from Chris's Backyard. And I will be with you next time. Hi, this is Kristen, and thank you so much for listening to Encouragement from Kristen's Backyard. For John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. If you are not saved and you desire a deeper relationship with the Lord, All you have to do is confess your sins to him and say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. And that is it. You are saved. Thank you again for listening to the podcast. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can find me solely at KB Simple Life. God bless you. And I will be with you next time.